Hello and welcome to the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Each week we will share with you our thoughts and opinions about our modern mythologies. Such as film, TV, music, comics, gaming, and more. I am your host, Brian, a comic book nerd who thinks of himself as a low-level superhero. And I'm your anti-host, Tony, a movie buff with an unhealthy obsession for overanalyzing anything and everything. And when we're not fighting crime, we're podcasting. Let's get it started. Boom! Boom. Welcome to the Knowledge of Nothing podcast, episode 13. As the count would say, ah, 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 ah. this podcast is brought to you by Soy Cat Candles. They are 100% soy and 100% possum. That's right. In today's show, we'll be talking about WandaVision episode three. It's getting kind of weird. And we're also going to be introducing a new segment based on some bite-sized news bits that we got throughout the week. And like always, stay tuned for some pop quickies. You're not going to miss the show. To avoid spoilers for WandaVision Episode 3, skip to 2009. Tony, I know um, last week you said you were a little underwhelmed with the first two episodes. Now that Episode 3 has dropped, what do you think? Uh, I've got so many questions. And the thing is, I really don't have any answers. I mean, there were some <laughs> things that we talked about last week, but you know, I had no idea they were going to go so quick with the pregnancy. I had no idea it was going to be one episode where she kind of goes through all nine months. Uh, I'm left again with more questions, but I'm hooked. I'm in. I, I can't wait to see what they do next. And I'm just hoping you could be our Sherpa and kind of guide us through some of this stuff because I do have tons of questions about episode three. All right. You know, originally I was kind of bummed out that these shows were only about a half hour long and they dropped weekly and we've been so conditioned to binge watch everything. I'm like, I just want to get through it. But now I'm kind of liking the fact that this show is forcing me to think about it, kind of marinate these thoughts and opinions for a full week. And it's kind of fun now to see if they kind of come true or what direction is this show going to take us next? The one thing that you were kind of talked about last week was maybe vision is being tapped into by sword and they're kind of using that as a way to manipulate Wanda. I haven't heard anybody else talk about that, by the way. So I just want to give you kudos to that. That just still... probably means I'm really wrong. I'm so off base here. <laughs> no, I actually, I think there was something to that because I, again, I'm not hearing anything about that. And usually when you don't hear about it, they're going to do something to surprise you. And I think that you might be onto that, but you're probably going to tell me that that's no longer your theory. Is that true? You know, I'm not sure anymore. You know, I would, I liked that theory and I thought that would have been a cool direction, but my thoughts and opinions on vision have kind of changed a little bit. You know, now, now after watching episode three, I'm thinking vision or a form of him is in that town Westview with all the other townspeople. And everybody seems to know that they are held captive in this town, except for Vision. Vision is the last one to the party. He doesn't really quite know what's going on and is starting to kind of put one and two together to find out what's happening. But wouldn't that just kind of bolster your opinion of last week? If if, if Sword is using him to manipulate Wanda, don't you think that they would maybe program him to kind of be this flippant kind of guy that he is he's oblivious to what's going on around him in order to kind of keep control on Wanda? Yeah, I mean, it's still a theory that could still come to flourishing, but um, I'm not sure what's happening now. And I think that the showrunners kind of want it that way. It could go anywhere. I'm convinced that as as the Vision starts putting more and more of the puzzle pieces together, he's going to realize that Wanda's kind of keeping this town captive or hostage. And I don't think he's going to be okay with that. I kind of foresee a, a battle between Wanda and Vision over the control of the townspeople for this, you know, to kind of release. What? Yeah, I'm kind of seeing a fight. No. You know, I don't I know. see that at all. I, how, I and I, I hate to that. say this, but is Wanda the villain of the story? What, what, what makes you say that? Because she's holding a town hostage. 
and this kind of we're, we're skipping ahead to the uh, the end of the episode we do find out that westview is an actual town is that correct uh, well, it's something. Uh, there is a town sign of Westview, and we see kind of the outskirts of either a town or a projection of a town, something inside a bubble. Um, you know, the, and yet that town or whatever was surrounded by military, was it not? Yes. So, uh, which we're assuming is sword. So later on in the episode, uh, Monica and and Wanda have a small exchange, and Wanda realizes that. Uh, Monica isn't who she seems to be, isn't part of an original town, townie, I don't know, a Westonian, um, and uh, and pretty much banishes her from the bubble or this town or whatever you, whatever it is. But don't you think that that could be Agnes kind of pulling the strings on this whole thing? Because yeah, she's the one that kind of uh, alludes to that fact with, with Vision she could be actually having more control over Wanda than we even anticipate right now because they are witches. And isn't she kind of like the head witch you said? Yeah. So Agatha Harkness is, uh, in, in the comics is, is a very powerful witch who recruits other witches and warlocks for like a, a witch army or cult type thing. But we are jumping all over the place. So I'm sorry to our listeners if, if you're having a hard time following, but let's try to break it down for you. My thoughts are that when Wanda started going through the birth, right, she's experiencing some pain and starting to lose control a little bit on the town and the town's people. That's why you see Agnes and Herb talking in the yard and Herb's literally trying to cut through a wall, almost like symbolizing, I need to break free. And uh, um, so as Wanda is losing her grip on the townspeople, in comes Monica Rambeau, who was never an original townie uh, to begin with. I We always thought that she was kind of a plant from S.H.I.E.L.D., and that was kind of realized now in their conversation after she gives birth. And I think Wanda realizes it, too. Like, oh, my gosh. Somehow- well, why don't we talk, why don't we talk about why? What, what did she say specifically to so, Wanda? Wanda, you know, is looking upon her beautiful twins for, you know, after after giving birth and then drops some truth and says, you know, I'm a twin referring to Pietro Quicksilver from the Avenger age of Ultron movie. And Monica, uh, just drops in. Oh yeah. Wasn't he killed by Ultron and just kind of bursted that bubble. Like Wanda quickly realized, how did you know that? And, you know, it was kind of a big slap in the face of reality. And, we don't know yet if Monica did that on purpose or if that was kind of like a Floridian slip. No, I think honestly, I think that that was her way of kind of trying to connect with Wanda. She's been trying to kind of find a, an opportunity in order to connect with her, to build some kind of trust with her. And she saw her opportunity here by mentioning Ultron and her brother and kind of going that route and it backfired. And yeah. so therefore, she was Wanda. banished. <laughs> exactly. Banished her. But there's somebody kind of pulling the strings here. I don't think that Wanda, I, I get what you're saying. You think that Wanda is the villain of this. I, I don't see it. I think that she's again being manipulated by some force that we just don't have any kind of uh, concept yet of that very well could tie into what you were talking about last week with the twins and Mephesto. Could he not be the one that is doing all of that stuff? Uh, he very well could be. Uh, let's talk about the stork. You know, while Wanda was giving birth, her powers are kind of going crazy inside of their house. And Mufesto is uh, known as the Red Devil. He is a, a trickster, kind of like Loki. He can impersonate other people, uh, which he which he does. And often uh, his character is mistaken for as Satan himself. So... I just found it kind of odd that for whatever reason, Wanda could not uh, make that that stork that came alive disappear or or you know back put back into the painting on the wall or something. A, a bunch of red smoke kept coming up around it, which of course you would think, oh, that's Scarlet, you know, it's Scarlet Witch's powers, but it also could be the Red Devil, Mufasto, and him kind of 
I don't know, symbolizing that he's there, he's bringing life into these these twins, and he's kind of causing some havoc, uh, you know, also. When and he also goes controlling away, Wanda, too, right? I mean, because, again, if, he, if, if he's putting his soul, like you said last week, and he's putting his soul into her womb, and they're ha- she's having kids, and that would explain why everything kind of happened so fast. I mean, she's she goes from pregnancy to giving birth all within a span of 30 minutes. Right. So Mufesto causes havoc. And I'm now kind of thinking that maybe he's impersonating as Agnes. Maybe Agnes Hart, uh, Agatha Hartness is, is not who she is, but Mufesto is impersonating her and kind of stirring up some thoughts, some mistrust around the town. Uh, and especially with Vision, because Vision seems to be clueless about what's going on. So we see that the stork is trying to get Monica's attention. And then we we cut to the scene where Vision is outside talking to the neighbors. And you have Agatha talking to Herb and just kind of going, you know, Monica just kind of showed up. She doesn't have a family. She doesn't have a home. She doesn't belong here. And really starting to plant these seeds of mistrust. And then the next thing we know... Uh, Wanda's banishing Monica from the town. It's something I want to go back to and, and um, is the commercials. Because I'm trying to still figure out where this is playing into things. The commercials all seem to be centered around Hydra. Uh, I've also, I, I've heard some things, some speculation that the folks that are inside those commercials are actually Wanda's parents. And is that kind of a way for them to reconnect her back to that whole Hydra thing to to kind of subconsciously let her know that Hydra is kind of responsible for her. I mean, I, I just I don't I don't understand the Hydra aspect of this. I think that there's a lot more to that than we're 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 seeing or that we're being given to. But what do you, what's your theory on the the Hydra centric commercials? I'm just thinking about it now as you bring it up. What if Hydra has vision, and as controlling this town and its sword that's trying to infiltrate. Well, uh, we do know we do know that Shield was was right Hydra right all along right. And sword, so could they not be doing the same thing with Sword? Absolutely. We'll we'll find out. Here's the thing. I think Vision slowly but surely is going to start putting the puzzle pieces together and start realizing that the townspeople are being held against their will and going to confront Wanda about it. Wanda doesn't want to let anybody go because she wants to have her perfect life, you know, away from the chaos of being an Avenger or the the chaos of the real world and wants to live in this made-up sitcom-type world. Vision can't get past that. He's going to want to try to free these people. Eventually, we see this in one of the trailers where he's flying above the town and just kind of getting a bird's-eye view of what's going on. And I think he's going to try to force Wanda to letting people go. And I don't think she's going to want to do that. Also, too, with Mofesto, Mofesto in the comic books takes the twins. He takes Tommy and Billy away from Wanda. And I kind of foresee that happening because that will drive Wanda crazy. You know, she's had a tortured life already, as it was. You know, Stark's weapons killing her parents. You know, Sokovia being destroyed by Ultron. You know, Pietro being killed by Ultron. And now Vision being, you know, killed by Thanos. I mean, she has not had a good life, you know. <laughs> so she's on the verge already of a mental breakdown. So if now all of a sudden her children are taken away by this magical being or this demon... I think she's going to lose it. And and that might be where we see Doctor Strange come in um, if he does make an appearance on the show like like it's rumored to be. Because I think she's going to fight with Vision on, on control of the town. I think her children are going to be taken away, which is going to spiral her into a mad state, a madness type state, where she's going to open the multiverse to go find her kids that Mufesto has taken. And we're going to need Dr. Strange's help on this. She may even be the villain in the Dr. Strange uh, uh, multiverse of madness type thing, just fighting for her kids back and we'll stop at nothing for it. That is a very far-fetched theory that I have had. And 
Ooh, I mean, I wouldn't want to go up against Wanda, especially if her kids are involved. What I mean, uh, can you kind of shed us some light on uh, who her kids are? Yeah, so right now they're named Billy and Tommy, and they are taken by Mufesto, but when they are returned... Uh, but what are their special powers? So one of them is a witch like like Wanda, and he is renamed Wiccan, and the other one's a speedster like her brother Pietro, and his name is Speed. So when she finally does, in the comic books, reconnect with her children, they are older, kind of preteen or teenager, and their their abilities have already kind of formed. Oh wow! There is a. I know. This, there's a lot. Of, I know. There's a lot of stuff going on with this thing. I mean, there's so so many dynamics. I mean, what? I mean, what do you think is going to be the end game of this series? I mean, it's I think only, this what, is going to eight. Yeah, eight there, ten episodes. There's nine episodes, and I think what what this series is going to do is put some kind of closure on Division's story. Either he's going to continue being a hero without the uh, without the Soul Stone. Or he's just going to be done after this series. But more importantly, I think this is a way for Wanda to kind of go crazy, open up the multiverse, and bring in the X-Men. Either through wow. through the multiverse or we know that she can kind of manifest things. And one of Wanda's most famous moments in comic book history is in the House of M, that book, where she says just three little words, no more mutants. And almost every mutant is now dead after she utters those words so it's oh so she's kind of like the thanos of mutants she she was in in the house of m so but i think disney plus knowing that they haven't introduced mutants yet this might be a a reverse effect where she can suggest something and now all of a sudden people are born with the mutant gene or they can open up a multiverse where Mutants were already kind of established and now joining our our universe. So in wrapping up one thing, I just want to know. I just want to know, did any of our listeners follow any of that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I think you were, uh, you're very passionate. You were, uh, again, I was kind of steering the conversation to to what I had questions about. But I want to know one thing. Are we going to hear the word mutant before the end of WandaVision season one? I make a prediction on that. Do you think you're going to hear that 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 word? No. I want to oh. see that word saved for a movie. Really? Why is that? Because uh, that needs to be said on the big screen. That is a big screen moment, and that's where I want to see it. Oh, no. I, I think they should be doing it now. I think it's but- going to lead up. Just kind of like, like Steve Rogers or Captain America finally saying Avengers Assemble. It took them 10 years to say that. <laughs> and you know, and they're not going to just blow that on one little series. This Why not? this is going to be this is going to introduce a whole new race of people and heroes and storylines. I get it. And, and that's why this I is think it's a that, huge huge moment. I don't think the series needs that moment. I do. But, I, I think it does. I think if 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 you're going to keep people's interest in this and you want them to kind of be vested I think that word has to come into play. You don't think people are already going to be vested in, in their interest kept? Yeah, the interest is kept, but you know what? Marvel is always known for their, oh my God. Right, and I don't think this is that, this that moment need, yet. It, it needs to be. It needs to be. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Kevin Feige, if you hear me out there, please, we need to hear the word mutant by the time this thing is done, season one, WandaVision, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Again, what do you think is going to be happening out there in the, uh, the, with WandaVision this season? Let us know. You can always send us an email at info at com, or you can let us know on our Facebook or Instagram. So please, this is many more things to come. Wayne, you had something that you wanted to share? You know, Tony, I'm surprised you didn't mention anything about the change of aspect ratio at towards the end of the episode. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to. I was going to. That, that's my thing. I love it. But uh, yeah, I felt that was a little... Uh, everybody was expecting to hear that from me. So yeah. that's why you I know, didn't I did it. notice it this week. <laughs> I know you did. I know. I loved it, too. I, I thought that that was kind of cool how they, uh, they, they did take that aspect ratio. And you now knew that we were in the present time or in the present day, and it was more of a film. It, it had more of kind of a, an epic scope on that. It went to that, that 16-9 ratio. But yes, I did catch that. Good catch, Wayne. And I didn't mention it because you guys were expecting it. So surprise. 
All right. So uh, in wrapping up the segment, Brian, anything in closing on WandaVision? No, I mean, this show, it's kind of cool because you don't know what to expect. And my theories this week are so much different than what they were last week. And I'm looking forward to see what next week brings. I'm still sticking with it. I think Vision is being being manipulated somehow. And uh, we just haven't found out how that is yet but we'll see all right and we are actually going to explore episode four on this week's knowledge drop so that way you can hear our thoughts sooner rather than later but first a word from our sponsor looking for a new year refresh aren't we all Visit the Soycat Candles online store and stock up on all-natural 100% soy wax candles infused with essential oils, animal earth and human friendly. Visit www.soycatcandles.com. That's www.soycatcandles.com. Soycat Candles. 100% soy, 100% paw sum. We've got bite-sized information about the upcoming topics, so we'll call this the Con Bites. To be in the know, then you listen to the show. Welcome to Con Bites. What? Con <laughs> like Bites? Wow, he just, man. I like I that. Just, <laughs> Jeez, my, you see, Brian just named this segment right now. Was just that right like now. Three seconds. <laughs> so, Brian, why don't you kick off this segment called Con Bites? There's a few pieces of news that kind of dropped uh, throughout the week that we noticed, but there's not a lot to go off of. But just to let you guys know, we noticed it. We saw it. We'll talk about it, Give kind of give our opinions on it, and then we'll move on. So the first one is Chris Nolan taking his company and leaving Warner Brothers. Tony, were you shocked? I can't say that I was. I'm glad that he's sticking to his guns and that he's leaving Warner Brothers. I still do not like this decision that they have, that they're going to be releasing all of these movies. In fact, I was watching a football game, and in the football game, they were showing all of these cool trailers, but it wasn't for the film. It was for their streaming service, HBO Max. So... Good. Do you really expect them not to promote HBO Max? They've got to. Yeah. I mean, Disney Plus promotes Disney Plus. Yeah, but they're not. They're not using their tentpole films to do that. That's the issue I have. So yes, I'm glad that that uh, Christopher Nolan is packing up his stuff and leaving. It's sad because Warner Brothers was known as a studio for filmmakers, and that is no longer the case. They've been acquired by AT and T. It is about the bottom dollar. It is no longer about the artistic vision and the artistic rights. It's what they can do as quickly as they can do it. So guess what? You're now going to let... uh, Brian, why why are you laughing? I just love listening to you. Why? (laughs) What what are you going to say? You know, it's the the vision. They're getting away from the vision. It's like... You know, yeah, but, but don't forget, this is a business. You know, like <laughs> they have yeah, to compete right. with Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, which I think Disney Plus is going to uh, be the top streaming service pretty soon here. And now with uh, uh, no, they got, a far, dude, they got a long way to go. Trust Disney me, Plus they're going to they're going to catch up dude, quicker than Netflix, you think. Netflix just said that they had 200 million subscribers. I think Disney's at what 85 right now. I have no idea, but with all of Disney's announcements happening this year, I think it's going to be pretty close. Uh, give it like three years. But anyway, this is a business, and it doesn't mean that this studio is going to stop making movies and stop giving uh, it directors. Kind of is. No, it's not. This it director kind of wants to leave because he wants his films shown in theaters, which I respect, and you, I know you respect that too. But bottom line is, you know, the the world's at a place right now where that's not possible. So rather than keep these films on the shelf, this company needs to make money to keep people employed. And that's why they're throwing them on their streaming service alongside theatrical release where it's safe. And I get it. Christopher Nolan doesn't like it. And if if I read something correctly, I, I believe that it's been 20 years since he produced anything that's not Warner Brothers related. So this is a long-term relationship that's that's kind yes, of ending abruptly. I know. But I respect his opinion, and if that's how he feels, okay. But I, I, I understand where HBO Max is coming from as well. They well, want. Where, if if you're not going to have any of these people like Christopher Nolan making these tentpole films for you, and they're going other places, what are does you that saying do for that you? Christopher Nolan won't make uh, Warner Brothers films at all in the future? I think no, that's the what theater, he just said. 
Well, as of now, he won't. But I think once uh, he's the not going open, to. Uh, if, he doesn't if this have is an the route that they're going to be going with him. Well, he's not. He, he's going to go somewhere else. I mean, look at what what Tarantino did. He went to Sony Films after the whole thing with the Weinstein brothers and um, all, all kind of blew up. So, but again, the filmmakers are part of the reason why Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers. True. There's no. So basically. You've got all of these folks that have been hired to do all of these films, to do all of this stuff, and you've built your money or your studio off of the backs of these directors and these creatives, and now you're just basically saying, you know what, uh, oh well, too bad, so sad, move on to the next. That is not what they're saying at all. That here's, is exactly what they're saying. Here's what it is. I mean, I want Save you to re- the shit until 2022 you when you can release it in a theater. Everybody this. is vaccinated and then they can enjoy it. They will Guess release what? Then plenty I will spend, of stuff. I will spend 20 weeks in a row in a fucking movie theater watching as many films as I want. I, I would love that. I would love to have like just all of these films kind of just built up so that I can go week after week after so week you're acting like, the like these filmmakers are not getting paid to make the films that they're getting paid for i mean of course they are but no so part of this deal is if you want to go there they're actually cutting some of their 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 pay towards this stuff they've had to renegotiate these contracts of course they had to renegotiate because this is all new but yeah, it's they all don't new. have to sign like Christopher Nolan does. And I respect his decision not to resign with with uh, Warner Brothers. That's on him. That's a choice that he's made, and I respect that. But here's the but saying. They, were, they got into this. Everybody got into this knowing that they were going to be making a film, Brian, not a streaming the, fucking This is still service. a film. Is it not a film? It if is you don't not watch, a film. If no, I it watch is it on not TV, a film. it's no longer a film? It is, no, it is not. It is so a film if, if you are watching it into a theater. <laughs> I, i'm wow. sorry Semantics. that is a film tony that is a film the show must go on all right the and show warner must Brother, not go on the the, the warner yeah, Brother has 20, these 20, films in their pocket 2022 20, you know 20, disney does the same thing disney released mulan on uh on their streaming service and trust me i know a lot of uh fans who where's are where's black widow at right they're waiting on that but they're they, they 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 a lot of them wish that disney plus would drop it on their streaming service too well Anyway, that we got into a little bit of a heated gu- argument about that. So let's go on to something else. So Anything let, cheer, cheerful? Yeah, well, hold on. Let's segue right into some of the movies that have been pushed back because they don't have a streaming service that will uh, that they can drop their content on. Such Which as, I'm looking forward to watching and sitting there with my popcorn right, in, in 2023, my 2024. Damn when right. That, when that movie is outdated to, gives and me something I've already lost interest in it. Gives me something to look forward to, And that to, studio my has already lost money. On, uh, on it you, being dude, forgotten. Welcome to the fucking world, my friend. Everybody's <laughs> lost money except you're if you're a fucking billionaire like goddamn Jeff Bezos and and all these the other hell's Jeff Yahoo's <laughs> and, and and fucking Elon Musk. Oh yes. goodness. Yeah. You leave if you're Elon in big alone. pharma, then you make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in, in tech, yeah, you're gonna make a lot of money. But everybody else, piss off. Go ahead, Brian. What films are going to be delayed now? Well, we've got Kingsman that's going to be delayed. I'm really ah. sad that uh, Bob's Burger is going to be pushed back. You know what, Brian? You got me so upset that I yanked the goddamn cord out of my computer because you just <laughs> got me so revved up right now. This is fucking ridiculous. It's you're fucking right. ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you're having Bob's a Burgers. Like this. Bob's Burgers Bob's is Burgers. the fucking one film that you are fucking just so disappointed to not see. Yes, I, I, I will Are wait. Are you fucking kidding I me? I will wait to Something see that, that you, in a theater. I will oh, not dude, watch that on uh, a streaming service. I will not watch it on Fox 11. Oh, that is a theater movie for me if I've ever seen it. There's this, there's <laughs> an app called Hulu that you can watch every fucking episode of Bob's Burgers right now. Right. Bob's Burgers, that's where you're drawing right? the fucking line. That Something is that you my can watch line the, in the sand. That is, uh, oh man, I will not see Bob's Burger without that bucket of popcorn sitting in a big room full of people I don't know. <laughs> what other films are there are, are on your list, Brian? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Come on, that is a film. That is yes, a, that, that is, is a, a, a movie film that that needs to be seen on the big screen. Oh, it does. So yeah. So then, then explain to me. And I'm glad that I have a big screen attached to my wall where I can see it on streaming. Oh, whatever. 
Whatever. <laughs> what other what other films, Brian? What what else is out there for you? Oh my gosh, there's just a lot of things. It's almost a daily thing, you know, a list. It's almost like you check the the missing ads on on what's going to be missing from the theaters. Uncharted, James Bond, just to name a few. But here's the thing, and I don't want our fans to misunderstand where I'm coming from. If I had the option to see them in the theaters, I would. I love the theater going experience. I know we've talked about this already in the past, so I'm not going to go over it again. But I also understand that this is a business for the studios. And if you don't watch, people don't get paid and people lose jobs and then films don't get made. And it's a it's an awful ripple effect. So this is how I show my support. I'm going to watch. I'm going to spend my money. And if given the option, I will see it in a theater. Wow, that I mean, you, <laughs> I thought you ripped made, the cord out of the wall again you, for a no, second. No, you, you've made me come around. I now well, see it whatever, from your I point. Not. I now see it from your point of view, Brian. Oh, You're goodness. the all wise and mighty one. I, uh, <laughs> well, that's true. How could I have been so blind for so long? God only knows. Thank you, thank you for showing me the way, Brian. Okay, on to the next thing. Speaking of which, something that is going to be added to streaming, and I saw the trailer today, Godzilla vs. Kong. What were your thoughts of that, Brian? <laughs> you know, I'm not a big Godzilla or King Kong fan, but I, I did like this trailer. I thought it was entertaining. I like the, uh, the scene where... Of course you thought it was entertaining. Kong is just kind of punching down on the boat, screaming at the water, and then Godzilla just kind of, you know, it's a trailer, right? So they're going to show you a bunch of like glitz and glamour and big fights and explosions and all that stuff. And I got to admit, you know, after going a year without seeing anything kind of new, maybe it's just uh, fatigue, boredom fatigue, but I was kind of excited about this. Of course. And this is coming from the fan, the only fan of Wonder Woman 1984. So there you go. I, I think it looks like trash. Uh, I, I just think that it's, it's over budget. I don't need... Uh, if you're going to make something, <laughs> if you're going to spend so much money and so much time to make something look so awesome, how do you make it look so goddamn cheesy? I mean, you take somebody like Guillermo del Toro and what he did with Pacific Rim, you see those things, man, you felt that scope. You felt those machines. You see this and it looks like a CGI gorilla and a CGI lizard are battling it out. So it looks ridiculous. It looks over the top. It looks stupid. I'm not going to waste my time with it streaming or on the film. It looks like garbage. And again, I have to bring up the point that wow, which Tony am I talking to now? Wonder Woman 1984, folks. Two there minutes you ago, you're all about let the filmmakers have their vision and all that this stuff. This is well, not honestly. This is this not a filmmaker's vision. vision. And you're no, all, it wasn't. It was the studio's vision. You're absolutely shitting exactly on it. Exactly like right. 19 the Wonder Woman 1984 hired somebody to make a movie that they wanted, and somebody agreed to it, and they made this movie. Yes, and, now you're and shitting then the studio, and, and then the studio gets was, into it. The was, studio gets into it, and they start making. They need notes. to have a vision, and I need to see their vision, and oh my gosh, and I need to feel it. And so here it is. Here's the vision of Godzilla versus King Kong, and you're shitting on it now. A huge monkey and a huge <laughs> lizard, right? Battling it out. It doesn't even right. look real. It looks stupid. It looks like a waste of two hours. Uh, I fuck it. Uh, it's it, don't see it again. I have to bring up the fact that Brian liked Wonder Woman 1984. I sure did. I sure did. You see, and he's uh, never going to apologize for that. Why folks. should I? I liked it. Why should I it apologize for it? Because opinion? it was garbage. It was That's absolute garbage. I don't know. Uh, how do I have you apologize fact. for that? It is fact. It is fact. It is garbage. It is fact okay. that you did not like it, and that's fine. I respect that. Yes, but it's also fact I'm, that I did find it entertaining, and I love Gal Gadot. So there you go. Oh, so that's the real reason. Okay. That's All right. a reason. So no, that's the real reason. Okay. So again, what else is there on uh, on our round robin? So this is turning out to be a really fun segment. Uh, apparently so. You know, Tony, let's talk about a movie or I'm sorry, a series that you are asking me to uh, kind of invest some time in on the HBO Evil Streaming Service Network, Luther. Tell me yeah, about Luther. It's on HBO Max. But you know what? It was made for the television, Brian. It was that's the difference. It was made to be viewed on a television. Anyway, 
Yes, Luther. Luther is a great show, by the way. <laughs> it is so good. Oh you gosh. need to watch that right now. It is to. on HBO. I it is on HBO it. Max. <laughs> and uh, I was telling Brian this the other night. It reminds me of, uh, especially when you get into season two and season three, it reminds me of like, what if Batman were a real dude dealing with really bad people? It, it kind of has that vibe. I, I can't explain it any other way. There's no superpowers involved. It's a detective that is going through the, the, the worst of the worst and figuring out why people are doing these heinous crimes. Usually it re revolves around uh, serial killers, but it is a great show. It is with Idris Alba. I'm hooked. And uh, it just is such great writing. It gets a little, uh, they kind of wash things up a little quickly. That's one of my, my kind of complaints about it. But for, on, the, on the whole... It is a great show. If you're a fan of like detective shows, please do yourself a favor and watch uh, Luther with Idris Elba. It is great TV. I plan on enjoying that. So uh, um, I'll be uh, watching that very soon. And if you don't like it, you can tell me that you uh, don't. Trust me, I will. I'll share with you my opinion. <laughs> Wayne, do you have anything you're, uh, you're looking forward to or anything that you're interested in? Not really. I'm just behind a lot of things. <laughs> right. <You laughs> no, know actually, aren't you, you're you're in the middle of playing a video game right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, we mentioned it before. I, the Hyrule Warriors game with the Age of Calamity. Yeah. yeah. So what's going on with that? Thoroughly enjoying it. I love the story reveal, and I'm not really sure which direction that the story will end. Kind of as a launching pad from Breath of the Wild, and it's kind of turning it a little bit. So I'm very curious to see uh, if it's going to stay within the same timeline, or they're just completely independent of that. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Brian, anything else? You know what I'm ready for? Let's get in some pop quickies. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, more arguing. Right. Let's drop the gloves. Let's so, do yeah, it. Let's just, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Moving on. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Conmen, K-O-N-M-E-N. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com, take your podcast to the next level. It's time for Pop, Pop, Pop Quickies. Oh, let's get back to some level of civility between you two and then move on to Pop Quickies. This is the wrong show for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. I'm going to start off with something that's always our cup of tea, food related. Oh, I love food. I know, me too. I know. So let me ask you guys this. I think we're all fans of Reese's, right? Yes. Peanut yes, butter we chocolate. We're all, on, we're all on board. But if you had to choose between the cups or the pieces, what would you choose? Me? I'm going for the pieces. I mean, I, I like the cups, too. I mean, you can't go wrong. But it's, it's, it's the Reese's no, pieces. No, you're wrong. It, it, it's the <laughs> peanut butter cups. The, those are the OGs, you know. Uh, Reese's right. pieces, pieces, uh, pieces. Reese's pieces uh -huh. were a marketing tool. For a film right. called E.T., e yes, I know, but the, the OGs are the peanut butter cups. And again, there's chocolate and peanut butter. Reese's Pieces, you kind of have uh, <laughs> God, I can't say that. I can't say you that know, for, for some reason. with the ingredients on Reese's. So tell me yes. why I'm wrong. Tell me why the, the cup is better than the pieces. Because the cups... Are, are just the OGs. They're good. They're, they're chocolatey. Just because the cups are the OGs. Wow. And, and don't they ever have chocolate. me in a corner. And they block. have chocolate. <laughs> they have chocolate. And the they don't have the hard candy shell. And That's guess what you what? need. They are so... You know what? <laughs> no, but you know what? You can get both, Brian. You know that they make a big cup where yeah. you can actually get Reese's Pieces inside. <laughs> I can't say... I love it. I can't Please say Reese's Pieces. that. <laughs> I can't say Reese's Pieces. There you um, go. Reese's Pieces. Uh, oh, my God. I can't. I'm, I'm so far gone right now. So just, Reese's I, yeah. Pieces are my movie theater snack. That is my go-to. I just rip that top of the bag open, and I don't even touch them with my hand. I just kind of dump the bag into my mouth and, and, and eat them animal style just like that. You know, when you have the, the, the cup, 
the chocolate melts. It gets smashed. Oh. You know, when I do get them, um, I end up freezing the the peanut butter cups in the freezer before I eat them because they're they're kind of nice. If you that would way. get them in the movie theater, Brian, and you no just way. eat them, then you're they not going to have that issue. No, because they sit on your lap or they get hot, they get melty. No, you I open those things up and I eat them right away. It's what a do you mess. do? Save you save them? No, but I eat them like because you have to unwrap each one of them. And no, you don't. You just clean. open it up and you open up the. If you get the big king size pack, you open up one end, slide one out. Then you take it out of its little cup and it's you got put the it little, in your mouth. A little cupcake. And then you uh, set it to the side. And then on. guess what? You wait. You wait. What are you, you waiting wait. for? Oh, I want another <laughs> peanut butter cup. Right. Then you pick it up and then you slide it, Brian. You slide it out of the other end and it comes into your hand. And then guess what? You take that little wrap off and then you eat another so one. So much work. This is like four steps you've you've done there. Yeah, and we all, and, yes. And, and this just, is all. It's it melty needs to get, by the time of the, you know, like I don't eat my snack it's not right melty. away. Where, do you, where are you keep? Where the hell on are you keeping your Reese's peanut butter lap. cups? Where on your lap? Right. I'm certainly not no, going to put it I in think the gross some, cup holder. I think that I think it's somewhere else, Brian. Where, where if it's would it be? generating that much heat, Brian, there's coming for you're sticking them somewhere else. And <laughs> and guess what? Peanut butter cups should not be there. Where so, do you put them? <laughs> I put them on the little uh, armrest. That's gross. And there you go. No, it's no, not. So many gross people have touched that armrest before. I don't put my food anywhere near that thing I, I i debate having my yes, cup in the you, cup holder yeah put your put your peanut butter cups <laughs> on where, my the, on where my the sun don't shine brian that's where well, you put them and guess what that's why they're melty i hate to tell you gross. this i yes Reese's exactly. pieces just kind of the, sit there they've got that that thin candy shell or where they're not going to melt you're going to rip open the top of the little package when you're ready to eat them and you're just going to uh dump that bag right into your mouth you don't need to touch them with your hands because your hands are gross now because of everything you've touched in that gross movie theater. Gosh, no. streaming needs to get here faster. No, <laughs> no just kidding. <laughs> uh, peanut butter cups all the way. Chocolate, peanut butter, that's it. All right. Oh, my God. End of story. Man, you, guys are, you guys are on fire today, man. Oh, all right. I know. You know what? Going back to a previous topic, Tony's favorite trailer, uh, was it Godzilla and King Kong? Yes. <laughs> Who would you choose to win in that matchup? Ooh. I know. Um, right now, uh, King Kong. I mean, really? King Kong to me, yes. I've uh, King Kong is just to me the iconic per the, the iconic kind of beast on that level. You know, you have 1933 King Kong. You have the 1976 version, and then you had the one that Peter Jackson did, which was like, eh, okay, all right, whatever. But King Kong, King Kong is just he's he's just a badass. I mean, he's just a badass um, creature. The Godzilla, I think, is just a little boring, but that's me. As far as the theaters go, I think the theater set it up for Godzilla to win, but if this was actual real life, <laughs> I would think that it would probably go to King Kong. You know, here you've got, you know, a primate versus a reptile, and, yeah. you know, you've got, the, you've got the thumbs, right? He can make a fist. He can grab you. He doesn't, you know. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have these like little hands that aren't. Right. Hey. But I know that Godzilla is supposed yeah. to be like the protector of Earth and is kind of made to fight against other giant sized monsters. Like he's kind of engineered that way. And King Kong is just, well, let's face it, he's just a big ape. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And he yeah. can just tear shit up. Right. I get yeah. it. You know, I think in the, if this was, but you know what he also has, he also has that t soft tender side to him. Right. For blondes. Got, well, <laughs> well, not in the new trailer, <laughs> not in the new trailer, but he does have that kind of that connection to humanity, I think. Right. And, uh, I think that resonates really well. Godzilla, just a dumb lizard. Uh, I don't know. Just a dumb yeah. lizard. Um, I would, if I was in Vegas putting money down on this fight, I would want it. I would put some money down on Kong. Wayne, what about you? I would have to disagree with you. I would disagree with you because at least uh, with Godzilla, he has powers, man. Yeah, I know. And yeah, I mean, the fact that he has, you know, like, was it the, his atomic breath or whatever you want to, like, he has projectile weapons. So yeah. Yeah. He's got the long range stuff. He does the range and also he goes in the water too. So he has some different areas of, you know, terrain that he could traverse as well. So I don't know. I might be leaning more towards Godzilla because he's fought other bigs. Yeah, he's, he's made Kong, for that. He's been what fighting humans. Yeah, 
what about Kong Island? Didn't he fight some big things in Kong Island? I don't know. I never saw that movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway, I just on, on. King Kong, yes. Okay. When it comes to paper towels, are you guys full sheets or half sheets? <laughs> wow, what a good question. Dude, uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a one sheeter. Uh, but are you one full sheet or some of those have those perforated? Yeah, half yeah. Now. I rip it on the perforated uh, seam there. I know my kids will, will grab that roll sometimes and just kind of rip that roll down. There's like three or four sheets and I'm like, no, you don't need that, mu- that many paper towels to clean up. Yeah, I was going to see if that was an option because that's what I do. Yeah. Do you have, do you have, do you have three or four? Do you right. have three or four? Right. Wrap it that's, around your hands. Yes, yeah, uh, that's that exactly what spill. I do. Yeah, Sarah, we were just having this this conversation. I don't <laughs> use dish towels to uh, dry my hands off. I use paper towels, so I just do that. I know, I know, it's a waste, but it's uh, what I do. And I yeah, usually why don't do you use dish towels. Do you three or four at a time? Uh, I don't three know. or I four just, to dry your hands? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's yeah. I kind of have like a. It has to be three. Minimum three. That's that's a thing that I have in my head. It has I, uh, to be one, three, but you have two yeah. hands, but it has to be three? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't explain it. Are you but drying it's just anything those, else? <laughs> no, 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 no. I usually will take the, the, the paper towel, and the first towel is to kind of get all of that excess moisture off. And then the second one is to kind of then take the moisture off. And the third one is like a buff. I like buff it out. You know, I kind of like, yeah, all right, sweet. There you go. And there's nothing on there. There's no water. And then I just throw them away. Okay. I'm just trying to picture this because are you ripping three separate sheets off or are you all, are they all three still connected? All together, it's probably six sheets. Six so, sheets? Well, yeah, how does six, yeah. three become six? <laughs> well, because uh, I, I'm counting, I, I do two. I do two for each of them. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, you guys are confusing me. Maybe it's like four or five sheets. I don't know. It's, it's somewhere. But then I, I like to, I don't know. I, I, I am know. shocked. Why? Are your Why hands are you that dirty? <laughs> I mean, like, no, I just have this thing. I have a weird thing about my hands. And I, you I think I, that I have, I mean, well, I know I do, but you, know, you, you tease me about my OCD. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I don't tease you about it. <laughs> right. I just question some things about it. All right. It's, it's yeah. nice to know that I, I'm not the only one who has these kind of things. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when it comes to my hands, I'm very weird about that stuff. In fact, I was, a, I was a nail biter up until probably about a year and a half ago. And it was all because I, I did not want dirt to accumulate underneath my fingernails. So I would just constantly bite them. It was like this thing. And uh, yeah, it was, it was gross and disgusting. And but I don't know, with my hands, it's this weird thing that I, they have to be clean at all times. I can't have them dirty. Hmm. All right. I know you guys are le- learning way too much about me right now. No, that's all so, right. So, uh, yeah, I know. The more you know. Um, I know. All right. All right. Next question. Would you guys prefer to be at a bonfire or at a campfire? I think oh. it all depends on who it's with. People that you want to be around. Man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I think a, a campfire. Campfire, yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, again, uh, campfires is uh, more intimate. So that means it's around people that you really enjoy. You are there to kind of make s'mores with one another laugh tell stories maybe drink some beer uh, it, it just it's it's nice a bonfire is kind of party kegger yeah, and it's, it's just uh, too you busy know for me yeah it's way too busy uh, i think that uh campfire is just nice it's intimate usually when i think of campfire it's with people that i love and that i care about and we're just kind of enjoying that moment and uh yeah, campfire for me. Yeah, I mirror what Tony said. I mean, for the same exact reasons, I'm campfire also. To me, bonfire, I, I just, all the bonfires I've been to, um, like you don't have chairs, you're kind of you know, walking around it, you know, you're mingling with other people. But campfire, you've everyone's got their chair, everyone's, you know, talking, uh, you've got your beverage, uh, somebody usually has a guitar or something. It's It just seems calming and more intimate and at this stage in my life that's that's what i want that's that's what i long for and those are my favorite type of moments i couldn't agree with you guys more i'm all totally a campfire type of guy so yeah gonna switch gears because in the upcoming week we have super bowl and yes. i'm gonna ask you some super bowl related questions oh <clears throat> this so, is brian's forte just so everybody knows well not i don't really know mind. We'll, we'll, yeah, i think i, think, I don't know I think, about that i think both of you guys will have a vested interest in this so to start off Heads or tails? Tails. Heads. Oh, 
Why would you choose head over tails? Back in school, I, I know like we did a big study on who picks what, and the majority of percentage of people pick heads. And I always thought picking tails was kind of like a good luck thing when it landed, and it was almost like an underdog thing. Hmm. Tony? That's way too deep. I just... Uh, <laughs> Heads, it's it's easy. It's just uh, heads, yeah, heads, heads, heads. <laughs> I, I yeah, there's really I can't really uh, explain it. Yeah, maybe okay. I, I'm just a I, I'm a I'm a sheep. <laughs> All right, sheep. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Super Bowl party food, okay, hot dogs or hamburger? Hot dogs. Oh man, oh, it's well, got to be one or the other, huh? Yep. Here's here's the thing. With Super Bowl parties, I don't traditionally like Super Bowl parties because people like to mingle and people like to talk and people like to have a party. I want to watch the game. I don't want people talking to me. I'm not there for the commercials, even though I will sit through them, but I'm not watching the game for the commercials or the halftime show. I can't stand the halftime shows most of the time. I usually go up and either fill my plate of food, use the restroom, and then I'm back for the game. But I don't want it to be a social event. But to me, if it was going to be a social event, I could walk around with a hot dog in my hand easier than I can a, a hamburger. A hamburger. Not a sandwich, but a hamburger. So <laughs> I would have to say hamburger. Of course you would. Hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, a hamburger. A hamburger. <laughs> a hamburger is just more fulfilling. I, I, if, if I had to choose between the two, yeah, a hamburger. I mean, a nice cheeseburger. Get some, you know. Some pickles and all of that good stuff. Yeah, a hamburger. Okay. Not a hot dog. <laughs> Not a hot dog. Moving on, moving on. Moving right. on. What is the most memorable halftime show that you guys ever oh, seen? Oh, my goodness. The most memorable. I have one. All right. Oh, I know. I know mine. <sighs> Not my favorite. I, in fact, I don't even think I have a favorite halftime show because, like I said, I can care oh, less. Oh, there's one, man. There's one that was just Justin amazing. Justin Timberlake pulled open uh, uh janet jackson i knew you were gonna go no, there that's memorable because that was in yeah, the media i knew for you were gonna go there why because it, they made such a big because deal. there was a nipple that's why you were so shocked i didn't even see it i because i was out taking a piss or <laughs> or getting food i heard about it afterwards and, and then i bet you ran back in and said what i missed the nipple i missed the nipple <laughs> Trust me, I, I was not like that. <laughs> oh, I would have been, but <laughs> <laughs> but memorable. That one sticks out because that was we came up with terms because of that wardrobe malfunction because of that incident. I remember that. I remember where I was, whose whose house I was at, and I think that's the party too that I realized I don't like Super Bowl parties because I want to watch the game and everybody. Granted, they were they are my friends. But it's the wrong time to try to talk to me because I want to watch the game and I don't want to mingle. <laughs> Unless a nipple comes on TV. Which I found out about afterwards. But go ahead, Tony. Okay. What's yours? Uh, there's one memory and it's the best. It's when Prince is playing Purple Rain and all of a sudden it starts raining. God, oh, I'm just getting chills just thinking about that. Doesn't that happen in but every one of his a, concerts? No, this was this was something else, man. It was he was he was playing the Super Bowl halftime show, he breaks into Purple Rain, and then all of a sudden it starts raining. Like and, actual uh, rain, or this is like a yeah, no, it was, show? No, no, it was actual rain. Oh, that's cool. It then. actually started raining. And um, oh. it was just one of those those things that it gives you kind of a, a chill up and down your spine if you're watching it, uh, and if you remember it at the time. But uh, that was one of those things where, pretty cynical, I've got my own personal beliefs, and they're not usually what everybody else believes, but... That to me was just something different that I just witnessed and I couldn't kind of explain it. Hey, yeah, maybe it's just weather coming around and it's raining and he's doing purple rain and it's just it's coincidence, but I don't know. There was something just kind of magical about that moment that, <laughs> Dearly, I, beloved. that I loved. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was magical. It was just magical. I can't I can't explain it any other uh, any other way. Oh, no, that that it, it beats yeah, it beats the nipple gate, but there you go. <laughs> uh, wardrobe malfunction, sir. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Last question, guys. Going back to the foods. We're all about food, right? All about the when food. it comes to Super Bowl party appetizers, nachos or hot wings? Hot wings. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> Not how even. dare you? Why? How, how dare, dare you? you, Wayne? This was an how easy dare you, question. Wayne? Easy. No, this is not easy. What did you say? Hot wings. 
all the way. Don't oh, even have to think yeah. about it. Oh, the, if there are if there are two things in this world, in this universe, that are my Achilles heel, yeah, they are nachos and they are wings. I'm with you at the wings. That's my trigger food. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna eat that. But but I have to go with wings. I have you to. have to. Wings are yes. Yeah. Wings are are just yes. They're magical. I love them. And uh, I'm gonna ask you another question related to wings, Brian. Okay. Ranch blue cheese. Blue cheese. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was a little confused I'm on your so reaction. Glad. <laughs> oh, great. I am hear it. so <laughs> glad that you are on Team Blue Cheese absolutely. with wings. Ranch, come oh, on. What am I, a ranch child? Is, come on. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely disgusting. No, well, it's you not don't disgusting, put ranch on wings. You don't put ranch on wings. Yeah, I'm with no, you there. No, you put I'm, blue cheese. I am with you. Blue cheese. Yes. Okay. Blue cheese. Blue and, cheese are nothing. Yes. Because I'll eat it with just the sauce that's on them. And Wayne knows that I, I, whenever I go to his house, there is one thing that I have to do every single time. And what is that, Wayne? Order hot wings. Every time. I have to order hot wings. Every There's this time. hot wing place that I love, and I can only get the wings there in like Long Beach. And uh, it's called the Buffalo Spot. There's one in like South Orange County, but uh, there's none where, where I lived at the time. Uh, I would always have to go there and, and get their wings. Yeah. And the hotter, the better. It doesn't matter if you're at our home or even if we went out somewhere that you could order food and bring it in, you order hot wings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. And Wayne would even surprise me like coming over and, and there's wings. I, in fact, we moved into our, our place in Anaheim and Wayne and his wife, they greeted us. They came in, we were moving everything in and hey, here you go. Here's some wings. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so yes, wings are a total thing. I love wings. Now I have to ask you a question: flats or drumsticks? Oh, now this is the question, mm. and I have the answer. I'm a flats guy all the way. Oh fuck you! you whatever. <laughs> fuck you! Whatever. Fuck you! you the drumsticks. No way! You yes, put that flat drumsticks on the side all of the way. Mouth and you can oh my god, Brian! I thought we were gonna. We. I thought we were finally gonna have a trifecta where we greet on all three <laughs> aspects. Drumsticks. But you have Gosh, to go and ruin it, Brian. You have to ruin knob it. Knob in your mouth. You yes. Right. Oh my <laughs> god! You tear, tear that off, and right. it's just where all the right. meat's at. You put that flat right on the side of your mouth. No. And then you break that little card and then you can just pull out Dude, that clean bone. This this is going to be another question, and I guarantee you drumsticks are going to whoop ass on flats. Oh, They're going to whoop ass. Whatever. There's no question. Even with no the debate. sauce, even with the sauce of the flats, you almost get like a scoop action, and you load that wing up. No, there's not enough meat, man. There's oh, not enough man. meat. There's not enough meat. You're you going take for that thing, quantity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am going for quantity. I'm going for quantity. You take that. You take the 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 uh, the the drum, and you dip it in no that way. fucking That's just blue cheese, a, let's... and you bite it. Oh, there's nothing better. When Flats it's hard for suck. me to argue any type of wing, right? It, you know, because I'll I'll eat either or. But if I had the choice, give me a plate of flats any day. You are wrong. You there's are not wrong. enough meat on them. There's you not enough wrong. meat. There is not enough meat. Drumsticks all the way. Drumsticks all the way. Wayne, what about you? Oh, I'm a drumstick guy all the way. But Oh, you see? We're already what? I'm already right, Brian. <laughs> oh, my but, goodness. But here's the thing, though. If you ever think about this, next time we all get together, the two of you won't have to be fighting over what's That's true. on the plate. That's true. Yes, you can have all so, the flats. You give me all the fucking drumsticks, just, and I'm. we'll call it a day. Deal. Deal. Just as a, <laughs> as a, a little piece of information about me that you did not ask for, um, I have often had a dream that I wanted to own a food truck, a wing truck. And since I'm a big hockey fan too, um, along with football, but um, I wanted to call it wingman and just do all different types of sauces and, you know, just, just wings. And <laughs> that is how much I love wings. I've often fantasized much... about that. I have actually had that same dream. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I, I see have... a business opportunity. Oh now. my goodness. Yeah, no, I'm serious. <laughs> If anybody knows me, I, I have a hot sauce collection. Yes. Unlike anybody else's in the entire that is world. True. I've got, right? I've always wanted to open up a truck or have a, a food establishment where I just use these sauces yeah. as a way to uh, make wings. It's like choose your own sauce. You can pick as many wings as you want and uh, yep. we'll toss them for you, put them in a little you know, clamshell, and there you go with some. But uh, the only thing. Is there's not going to be any ranch. So if you want ranch, <laughs> go to uh, fucking 
Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. It's going to be blue cheese. Blue cheese. Brian, are we on? Are we? Uh, do I sense some kind of uh, business opportunity for us here? We definitely should talk. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. That's All right, awesome. Good. Well, guys, well done. And that wraps up this round of Pop Quickies. Tony, want to close this out? Yeah, I want to say wings. Or not wings. I want to say drumsticks. I want to say wings. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And don't forget, we will be talking about WandaVision episode four on this week's Knowledge Drop. Last but not least, we will be making some format changes in the very near future, so stay tuned to that. Once again, thank you for joining the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Uh, you can join us on our, our socials, Facebook, Instagram. Actually, look for a poll this week regarding wings, because I'm going to be putting that on our Instagram. So look for that. All right. Before we get going, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Brian? Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for being part of the conversation. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>